Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Sunday afternoon of the Bathurst 12 hour. Welcome to Radio Hot Lab episode 171A. About three hours to go. Well, I'm in the pits here with the Rosso Verde GT430 of Alan Simpson, Hector Lester and Luke Searle. Alan's back in the car. The weather has changed. Hector's come in. He's, he's come in late, but he, this, this is the sign of someone who comes from the other side of the world, having muesli at 3pm. Yeah, it's breakfast time, I think. Somewhere in the world. Yeah, so why not have your muesli? <laughs> I was up too early this morning for it, so let's have it now. How have you been enjoying, have you been enjoying your uh, first experience here on the mountain? It's just mega. It's unbelievable. I wish it was a bit quicker, but uh, that might come with time, but it's unbelievable. It's a real roller coaster. With the weather as well. Yeah, with the weather, well, that was all in this morning's episode or whatever, so, but it might be coming back, this weather, who knows. Yeah, look, um, it's it's never over until the last hour, you know, and in fact, when we have the 1,000 here, we just put it down to a 10-lap sprint. Yes, everyone just tries to, tries to keep on the same lap, then let's just go for it, five or six laps. A little bit different this time, but there's been a few surprises, and unfortunately, yeah, the Mosler going out so early. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I've just another 45 minutes to do, so uh, after that, the two guys can sprint at home. Looks like you've got the um, you've got the upper hand on the other Ferrari team up the pit lane. There, they're having a, having a few problems. Um, I, I went up to have a bit of a chat. They uh, rather unceremoniously kicked me out the door, even though my name's still on the wall. <laughs> well, let's just not be too cocky because uh, the Ferrari is slightly more fragile than these than these Germanic machines, you know. Uh, but so far, so good. Uh, you're finding it, it easy to drive across the top, up the hill, down. Well, what, which part of it do you like for the car? What suits your style? Yeah, I mean, I, I just love really all bits of it. It's all very challenging. The top, the long straight even. I mean, it's a sixth gear looking for seventh. Uh, I've never gone as quick in my life. Good on you, mate. Enjoy, um, enjoy your trip to Abu Dhabi. Hope you have a nice, relaxing time. I'll look after the rubbish, Hector. And uh, don't worry, I'll get you back on the other, in the Northern Hemisphere. OK, see you later. Okay, ciao. Well, viewers, three hours to go, but we've left the track, uh, deciding that we wanted to go and take in the National Motor Racing Museum here in uh, in Bathurst, which is actually uh, run by the Bathurst City Council. Had to get approval from James O'Brien, the organiser of the event here. Um, and uh, as you open the door, there's a, there's a bunch of cars that uh, that really take your fancy. <laughs> What's your first impression of this, Jezza? Very nice. Very well organised too. It's um, it's good. I love the fact that they've got some of these old Brock cars here that are in uh, as as driven you know condition. They're beautiful. But some of these old race cars as well. It's amazing. You don't really know what's in here until you walk in the door. 
who could forget the uh, the Dayglow Marlboro uh, HDT car of Brocky of 1984, the very last of the Group C cars, the Big Bang, a really, really uh, distinctive-looking car. I mean, and just you know, there it is, just as all the with all the all the flex over the front of it, and just as it was with the side exhaust. I mean, what, what strikes me is the small diameter of the wheels straight off, off there. Um, What we've got here is the uh, as a as a the Alec Mildren racing. It's uh, a four-cylinder Waggett engine uh, that uh, Kevin Bartlett drove to the Gold Star Championship in 1969. It's a 2000 cc car. Uh, Kevin obviously was a bit of a slimmer bloke at that time to be able to to, to fit into that. And right next to it is um, the uh, Aussie Vineyards uh, Team Australia car that Will Power drove at the Gold Coast Indy 300. Now this was a, a venture that was um, uh, run effectively by um, Craig Gore, which was WPS Racing, um, with uh, Kevin Kalkovan and Team Australia. Very, very cool. There's a WPS sticker on it. That's all, that's all good. There's all sorts of old cars that I don't really understand, but you, you, you know, you need to come to this you need to come to this place and have a look, because there's, there's pictures of circuits that, that would never existed in my mind. Mount Druitt had a racing circuit, would you believe? Uh, Warwick Farm is there. What else is missing? Amaru Park, that was a famous, got to drive there a few times. Uh, Longford is, uh, is, is still there to some extent. A great pub down there in Longford that you can get to see lots of the, lots of the stuff that's... Uh, part of that. Catalina Park at Katoomba, I got to race that when I was younger in an RX2. It was very rare that you could get to get there and if you can, if you do climb through the bushes, you can actually find uh, remnants of it. A very tricky circuit to drive, very, very slippery going up there to Craven A Corner. I remember the moss would catch me out and uh, tricky stuff. Now Jez, let's just keep moving on mate. Don't flounder. I'm not floundering, I'm photographing. There's all sorts of cars, can't go through them all. Now there's Greg Hansford, a world 250cc motorcycle champion who was unfortunately killed at uh, Phillip Island when he made his debut to uh, Group A racing in the, uh, in the Hungry Jacks Mondeo. Paul Ryan, International Paulie, who's part of the show, was, was his first PR gig ever, and he had to put up, put deal with the media of having the star that he was representing killed on his debut day out. I mean, poor bloke. I mean, it was yeah, it was pretty bad for, pretty bad for um for for Greg. His son Reese Hansford had made a debut also into Ute racing a couple of years ago. Are you right there? Come on. Come on. Let's move on. Don't dilly-dilly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> OK, over here, one of the early entries, Mike Quinn and John Faulkner. John Faulkner went on to drive uh, V8 supercars, and I think the last time was um, probably at the, the, the Greasy Meaty Cutlet 400, lives up in the Gold Coast now. Some sidecars. Yeah, yeah, one should remember there's a lot, there's of, a lot of, bikes. of bikes here that you wouldn't expect. And here, these little things that ran around the Sydney, the Spe Sydney Speedway. The wow, that's right. As a, as a kid, my dad used to take me to Sydney Speedway. And these things were absolutely awesome. There was fireworks on Saturday night. You could get close to them. People were hurt. These things were seriously dangerous stuff. 
and in the middle, so many bikes to see. Well, what have we got here? It's the 2005 CB1000R, ridden by Sean Giles. Look at that. It, 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 it's, I am. I'm, mate, I'm telling you. It's, uh, now, this is, this is all right. I mean, where are you going to find something like that? Some very, very old things. The Morris Bantam, 125 from the 1950s. Wayne Gardner's. This would be his uh, 500cc world championship winning bike. How amazing is that? I mean, I love those. I love those, uh, those bikes with the, their exhausts out the back. In fact, I even had a couple of bikes like that, an RG500, an RZ500, a couple of those back in 84 and 85. Mate, they, mate, they used to pull wheel stands. You used to come out of corners and slide it on the greasy bus stop and then it would pull a wheel up. Never fell off. <laughs> Never fell off and I gave it away before I did. Would you ever get one of those? I don't think I would, mate, uh, especially not at the Isle of Man. That's pretty amazing. Look at this here. I love the I love the two-stroke bikes, the the downpipe. This is a two-cylinder Kawasaki. I can't even I can't describe to you how how beautifully restored and old this is. Um, and it would be a bit of a rattler. I had a Kawasaki Triple once, uh, a 400, which was yes, Chicaddy, a Synergy Caddy, a little bit more more modern. modern yes, a Morawaki Kawasaki. Look at all the. Look at all the... Here we go. Look, the computer shop with Apple clothing. Graham Crosby. I remember Graham Crosby. He was an English bloke. A New Zealand bloke who came out here. Whatever happened to Crosby? Now, that's pretty cool. Look at the design of the helmets, how they've changed over the years. And some of them have got a bit of a scrape mark on them to show they had a bit of a bad day out. But uh, mental motorcycles. The CB1100R. I remember seeing this racing around... All these stickers that I had as a kid, bell rang, whoa, upside down shocks with remote reservoirs. These, these things, these things were, 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 were pretty amazing. Come on, don't dilly-dally. Bad weather prevented the tar sailing of the six-mile lap, so the 1938 races were run on a gravel surface that was badly rutted by persistent rain in the weeks before the opening event. <sighs> Wow, there's, there's a lot of bikes here. Now, this is getting down to my area of expertise, Enduros. This is a Mako, Mako Breako they used to call them, a big thing. Now this is the early days, this is about circa 70 or 71. Um, uh, now what have we got here? I bet you... 59. Well they... <laughs> no, they've got it wrong, they've got AJS Scrambler and this is a Mako, they've got the sticker wrong. And this is a Jeff Ballard. It's a, a bike. Ballard was um, was a, a, a winner when I was when I was doing a lot of uh, enduro racing. We call him Ballyard. Ballyard. <laughs> he was stinky. Ballyard. The, the, the first derivative of Supermotard yeah. in 1992. Wayne Gardner did a bit of Supermotard because there was a, a championship in, uh, in, uh, in 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 the Netherlands. ISDE, International Six Day Enduro, ridden by Jeff Ballard, Six Days Mate, Barkbusters by Ted Goddard. Oh, you just got to come here, viewers, and have a look. It's just great. Pieces of, you know, what's all that? Pieces of remains of cars. I mean, Cavage, the Tony Cavage. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Williams. All these guys, it's all, 
it's it's all it's all been seen. It's just it's the history of, of racing. That uh, Bob Jane T-Mars. Now, what did that come off? Yeah, that's uh, um, Chickadee. The Chickadee car, probably mm. too. Oh. Come on, stop dilly dallying. Right, as we come out the back part here, we'll find the uh, the John Goss and Ar Armin Harner Jag that raced here in, let me see, 1986. And I remember that the door wouldn't close and they had to use cable ties to hold the door closed. And John Goss, there he was, talking out the corner of his mouth, like this son, managed to bring the car home. It was an absolute cracker. So you got to you, you got to look at this. Here's some. Look at this. Look at the size of these engines. They're huge. Absolutely. That would not fit in my container. Now the Nations Cup spec. 2002. Gary Rogers built Monaro. Okay. This is not the car that won the 24 hour. The car that won the 24 hour is was the Just Car 20 Red Car, which is now owned by Rob Sherrard. Um, there you go. Second. That's right, the oil cooler. The, car one the oil cooler. The oil cooler. <laughs> Controversial oil cooler problem that came up the last bit. Rob Sherrard has got the car stored down in Tasmania. He's been using it for some tarmac rallying in New Zealand. It's worth coming and have a look at it. Very good. The hallowed sound of um, Rotor Racing Museum. Gary Rogers in his uh, HQ 350 Coupe Monaro. Here it is, beautiful, the GRM badge on it. The, 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 the Sterling Moss and, and, and Jack Brabham. Uh, LH Tirana SLR 5000. The Group A Tourer of Brad Jones before V8 Supercars came in. The Lounge and Scaife. Um, Commodore. Oh, what year? I can't even remember what year that would be now. It's probably uh, 1998 or something like that. Beautifully, uh, beautifully livid. Tony Longhurst, Bathurst winning Sierra. Yeah, and, and the, the 1988 winner. All sorts of stuff here. You've got to go. <laughs> Brocky's Round Australia Repco Reliability Trial Vehicle, which uh, he did with uh, a couple of other dudes. Yep, you've got to have a look at it. And of course, you know, Moff's um, XB or XAXB, whatever it was, that won uh, back, back with Johnny Kevin Dwartlett and Johnny Gossett. Uh, yesterday we saw Dick Johnson driving around the mountain in, uh, in Brocky's old A9X. A9X. How good was that? He was only supposed to do too much. Both Seaton's Cortina. Look, I think that's enough of dilly-dallying and we should uh, let the viewers come and have a look. Well worth the <coughs> very reasonable um, $8 entry fee to come in here and have a look. Absolutely recommended. Here we go. Now this is a bit of, this is a bit of classic material here. Okay. So this will be 1983. Over the top they come, sweeping through, Castrol Curve, onto the top of the mountain, hear the crowd roar! 
This will be eight. No, this is 84. Okay, this is the last year of Group C racing. Now, mate, you'll ha come and have a look here for a sec. Look, you're going to see our RX-7 that we ran there. There's Peter McLeod in the Slick 50 car. You're going to see our Takiko car. We were running... Oh. How long ago? That's why I thought when I saw the Group C and Group A uh, combo races, um, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was pretty pretty keen to see that. Look at the, our, our, this race our television has changed the quality of the vision, <laughs> the cameras. They'll be looking for speeds of 260 kilometres an hour or more. Johnson go by. Got to come up and have a look at it. It's just, uh, it's really worthwhile. All right, Knackers, we've got a bit of road to cover before we uh, head off for a bit of crispy crab, crab claw. Crab claw? Chilli crab claw. Chilli crab claw. I must say that I am disappointed that they don't have the Rickard Rydell a state version of the uh, the Volvo because people have forgotten that Robbie Francovic, the New Zealander, actually won the Touring Car Championship in a Volvo. Station back wagon. There. No, not in a station wagon. <gasps> There's a bit of a smashage. Oh, that's a big that's crash. A yeah, it's a big crash. Yeah. Oh, here we go. And here's Dickie on the back of. Oh, 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 oh. on the back of that. That's the second. That's the that's second the car. Second That'll be John Harvey. With the window open. I think it's been a great, uh, great weekend. We'll uh, we'll update you on the results a little bit later. We're going to talk about the final uh, results of the Bathurst 12-hour shortly. But before we do that, I mean, I, I've got Jezza here, and he's um, you know basically the first recipient of the Radio Hot Lap event tour. From a punter perspective, that's very good. And um, you're sucking down. Well, what are you sucking down a glass of? We're Messina from Barossa Valley. Uh, it's 2008, the 11th hour. It's called. It's quite nice, actually. It's. Uh, I'm not as red sort of a person, but I'm uh, quite enjoying this, especially with uh, what's in front of me right now. You're sitting here at China Doll at uh, Woolamalu at the wharf, at the wharf, looking out, and he's got all the chilli arrays, but. What have you got there, mate? It's a Wagyu. It's a Wagyu, lightly barbecued, bit of ginger in it, very nice, crispy, with some beautiful asparagus. Absolutely gorgeous meal, and the meat is just fantastic. It just, it falls apart. I mean, it's just, my taste buds are going mental. They really are. The, the whole week, the whole weekend's been like that for you, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it has for a bogan like me. It's been fantastic, actually. So, you know, um, do you think that the uh, $995 price tag that we charge for the weekend to spend um, the time with, with, with us uh, is worth it? Oh, great value for money. I, if anything, I think it was a bit, uh, bit on the cheap side, but it's been worth every cent. So, so absolutely, the $995 charges oh, is OK? Not a problem at all. No, no, I was prepared for it. We, we did talk about this a couple of years ago. You know, so you chuck in a bit. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot. You know, accommodation, great drive there, fantastic drive there, great weekend, beautiful meal to finish it off. I can't. It was, I was like having a free security guard. Like I, you, you, you had to get rid of all the pests that want to go near the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm big. Yeah. I, I know I can look mean when I want to. So you know. And uh, it was you know, quite funny driving back into Sydney today and um, every bogan and his missus wanted to have a crack and 
Yeah, I wanted, wanted to take this on and I found that quite amusing, yeah. Thank you very much. No, to him, not... not Peter to Broccolini to you. <laughs> I got me Broccolini, have I? We're going to have a go. Okay. We've got the... So, okay, you'll go back to Werribee tomorrow. Uh, bring it no, over no, there. Not going to Werribee. That's me old mate up at the mountain. He's going back to Werribee. Me old mate, China Doll. Oh, my yeah. China Doll. So you you learn about Caprioska? Oh, I like that. Now that's very good. That that's a very nice drink. I'll uh, I'll be introducing uh, my Stella to that when we get home to uh, Bris Vegas. I can tell you right now. <laughs> A bit of octopus that is, actually didn't have all the crispy tentacles, which is well, almost a bit overly meaty. But it was like a mini steak, a little mini steak, octopus steak. No, it was good with the sauce, with the with the, the soy and chilli and the sweet soy. Beautiful. Let's talk about the low lights and the high temperatures. How was your accommodation? I mean, look, you know, when you, when you, when you come along with us for the ride, I mean, you get... It's not the kind of big towns, but how was the, how was the hotel? Crap. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, can I say shit? <laughs> Do we make up for it with white wine lunches? Yeah, uh, white wine lunches have been very good sitting there at, uh, at Citygate. Uh, very nice. Very loud, but uh, enjoyable, apart from all the people that want to be your friends that you don't really want to talk to. Yeah, you, you're mate from Werribee. Yeah, my mate from Werribee. <laughs> well, mate, it's been very enjoyable uh, coming along, and um, we're glad uh, you are the inaugural uh, um, inaugural um, viewer to join the, uh, the, the team. Um, and perfectly timed with uh, JP not being available, not being allowed out, yes. and Fogwar being... Yeah, highly decisive, indecisive. Well, scared of me, what did it do? Scared. It scared of me. Yeah, Let's just, uh, before we, we, we uh, say goodnight, we should uh, just quickly talk about the uh, what happened there at uh, at the mountain today with uh, Audi 1-2. Fantastic. Craig Lance has uh, got his step on uh, on the way to Nürburgring next year. No, he's not going to Nürburgring. He wants to go to Le Mans 24 hours. Oh, well. Okay. 2012, but it was the German it was Rio the, it was in, the the, German. In, the, uh, in the top service Audi the, running a... a uh, uh, a matte, matte black wrap yes. that were, were ahead of the uh, the Warren Luff Craig Lowndes and Mark Eady combo yes uh, and they were and it was a very good uh, one two finish from what we've seen pretty, uh, it's a pretty good uh, good effort for those guys and, and, and we mustn't forget that uh, Tony and Clark Quinn along with uh, Craig Baird who's an absolute star in fact the trio have won the Dubai 24 hour before uh, took their 997 um, uh, a Porsche into third place and they, they really they drove it all the time hard and it was it was a tough challenge and that car looked super sexy as well in that Mac Black <coughs> operation yeah there's quite a few cars there with the matte black now and I think I'm, I'm starting to work out that probably it's probably a lot better on TV from what I was looking at as well you know, you, you've got no reflections um, from the matte black material so I think they stand out a lot more they, uh, you know you, you get to see a lot more of the vehicle as well 
uh, David Wall, the current GT Championship there in, in fourth place. Matt Kingsley and, uh, and, a, and a bunch of others there in the group B, in the, cup, the B, B category car in fifth. Um, followed by uh, Alan Thompson, Hector Lester and, um, and Luke Searle in the only uh, Ferrari 430 to finish. The look. Very unfortunate for the Maranello Motorsports Ferrari. Um, uh, engine blue uh, around about the eighth hour. Uh, lots of high tensions there. Very unpleasant environment to be around at that time. But, I would uh, like to say thank you to them, to both the teams, for uh, letting me wander around and um, annoy the shit out of them for the last few days. And uh, they were very accommodating to me, uh, considering they didn't know who I was, apart from uh, I was this guy hanging around you with a camera. So, um, yeah, no, I'd like to say thank you to both those teams as well. Oh, actually, you came along as part of Radio Hotlap, so, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's, we're incognito. It's a different role that we do to, to our, our other jobs of the week, but, you know, this is part of Hotlap, not uh, the other things we're doing, and, you know, glad you enjoyed it. You know, it's motorsport, you know, there's lots of egos and, and personalities and, and, and people get rubbed up the wrong way and whatever. Yes. We're all big boys and we all go back to being regular people on Mondays. Except I'm for, bigger than most people. Not Nathan Tinkler. No, I'm not Tinkler big, but I'm bigger. You're not part of the Tinkler Foundation. No. Or appreciation. You did say I look like him, though. Maybe one of you is a brother. After I'd, after I'd photoshopped you up a bit. I could make him a brother. <laughs> with a budget, with, with 660 million <laughs> yeah. in his pocket. I could make him a brother. He'd love him. <laughs> Mate, thank you very much, John. Thank you, uh, JP, for not being available. And uh, thank you, Radio Hover. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, on this note, we'd like to say... Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. See you soon, Rusty Sausage. Check out. Check out.